Hello, you're listening to Door to the District, a brand new podcast series from Glasgow City Innovation District. And I'm your host, Katrina Shearer. From space and quantum applications to cutting-edge financial and health technology, this series is all about the collaboration, entrepreneurship and world-class research housed here in the city and making an impact around the world. We'll take a peek behind the many varied district doors, finding out how people work, innovate and grow. Just as all of our cities over the last 100 years have developed central business districts and over the last 500 years they've developed marketplaces so in the future every successful city will have to have an innovation district how they live and thrive in the city and how the district has built upon Scotland's rich tradition of scientific excellence and industrial collaboration. We've built a reputation of doing great things, of doing them well, and and that's what attracts people to say, actually, what's going on over there? I want to become and be part of it. And we might even discover the perfect place for you. Without the innovation district, right, it's too strong to say I don't think we would have existed or, or we would have been successful, but it's always been our home and... We're glad that it is. If you're unfamiliar with Glasgow's bustling city centre and the surroundings of George Square here at its heart, imagine a large city square with towering regal monuments, grand stone Victorian buildings and Georgian townhouses, as well as modern offices and hotels, all aligned alongside the sleek Queen Street rail station. It's full of history like many city centres and it's also a place that I'm very familiar with. From shopping and going to gigs and working there, it's a place like no other. Of course, the history here isn't just my memories. It's so much richer, as it should be for Scotland's biggest city and the fifth most populous in the United Kingdom. Glasgow's global heritage spans the Scottish Enlightenment, the Industrial Revolution and transatlantic trade. And its history has always fascinated me. In this series, though, we'll look at how milestones are being built for the future within the city's growing innovation district, a place that's bringing together forward-thinking organisations and ambitious talent to grow economies and help solve society's biggest challenges. And our first stop, as we discover more, is just a short stroll from George Square. As we continue along George Street, you can't help but notice a seven-storey mural depicting people of the University of Strathclyde, one of a number of pieces across the campus and the city. Here, we're just a stone's throw from the Learning and Teaching Building, the impressive new build hub that hosted Barack Obama after the former President of the United States travelled to Glasgow for the COP26 conference. Just on our right is the Confident and Bold Technology and Innovation Centre. It's a state-of-the-art home to academics, researchers and organisations. As you enter, it's clear that you're not just in the centre of learning, but a community with purpose and ambition. The tech, as we we love to call it, the Technology and Innovation Centre, we all love an acronym, is really was the spark that then generated, I think, into what we now have as the Glasgow City Innovation District. And what's really exciting is people want to be here. You know, we get approaches pretty much every week of partners we're working with, of opportunities, and they say, we want to come and be part of this. 
and that has given us great opportunity to build that broader Glasgow City Innovation District and bring more infrastructure and assets and building and spaces into that concept and hopefully further expansion or within the district itself and, and tech expansions, which is really exciting. That's Gillian Doherty. Chief Commercial Officer at the University of Strathclyde, a former IBM executive and CEO of the Data Lab, Gillian is a computer scientist and an innovator when it comes to data and artificial intelligence. And with a new and exciting role, Gillian is focused on the people that really make it work. You know, and innovation districts aren't necessarily new. You know, they've existed for for a number of years and uh, and even a couple of decades. But I would probably go back hundreds of years, actually, and, and really draw on the word community. If we think about us as humans, we are drawn to other humans. We work together. We are a, a social being. And, you know, going back hundreds of years when we lived in small villages and we had a, a community gathering centre hub place where we came together to to solve problems or to work together on certain challenges or to learn from each other or to tell stories. Actually, innovation districts are are a modern kind of new concept of coming together. And I think that's really what an innovation district is. It's not full of kind of homogenous type organisations or people. It's actually the diversity of the groups the organisations, the backgrounds, the experience, the technical capabilities, the business knowledge, and how all that comes together in a a kind of melting pot, in a soup pot almost, if you were, which is great for Glasgow, in that big soup pot of of life, actually that's what an innovation district means to me, is is that coming together and actually making something much more valuable than we would do either individually. And it's not just Gillian who sees the potential. Our next guest has also passed a critical and appraising eye over the district. So I've been watching this process. I've been talking with uh, the leadership of the university. I've walked the streets of the Glasgow City Innovation District many times. And I've been watching, uh, beginning with the uh, various technology centres that have been created, particularly the Innovo Centre, I've been observing how the district has been evolving and developing, and obviously I'm very uh, enthusiastic and optimistic about it. Professor Greg Clark is familiar with the University of Strathclyde as a visiting professor teaching urban innovation. The co-founder of analytics firm The Business of Cities, a board member at Transport for London, and chair of Catapult Connected Places, experts in combining businesses and public spaces and accelerating innovation, he is arguably the perfect person to describe an innovation district. Well, I think there's a very straightforward answer to this question, which is that in every city we know, there's a retail district, there's a central business district, there's often a kind of airport district or a port district. Uh, Sometimes you'll, of course, be, we're all familiar with residential districts and some cities, of course, have entertainment districts. So an innovation district is what it says on the tin. It's a particular location within the city where space is made for the clustering together of innovation activities generally involving large numbers of small companies, small numbers of large companies, universities and other producers of science and technology, along with support from city governments, national governments, investors, venture capitalists and others. So it's a place within a city where the innovation economy is encouraged to flourish. 
and flourish it has. Covering more than one and a half million square metres and growing, the district stretches east along the River Clyde, from Glasgow Green and then north up to the historic Glasgow Cathedral and the neighbouring Royal Infirmary. Already home to globally recognised institutions like Fraunhofer, Rolls-Royce, Cisco and the European Space Agency, to name but a few, its innovation and research spaces, restaurants and retail outlets sit side by side with creative and conference facilities, offices, hotels and accommodation. But it's not a hub with key industry players cloistered in ivory towers. For those businesses who reside in the district, it's about much more than swanky office space. We wanted to be in a place where there was a bit of buzz, there was a bit of something, right? We wanted to be in a place where we could actually afford, right? And Tontine gave us that, right? Tontine gave us a sense of community, loads of space. It was a great space. That building is brilliant, right? Yeah, it was terrific. Loved it. That's Neil Logan, co-founder and CEO at Digital Transformation Experts Incremental. His company's very first office was in the district, just a short stroll from the Technology and Innovation Centre within Tontine, a groundbreaking incubator for startups in the city. And so being part, being in that area and being part of that community and feeling like part of that community was a real sort of reassurance for us. And, and because, it, you know, it, it really matters when there's just three of you and you're not making any money and you're trying to figure out how you're going to pay, how you're going to pay the mortgage and stuff. It can help to other people. You can see other people in the same boat. From a team of just three, Incremental's grown and still calls the district home. With hard work, Incremental has developed with the help of the district. Not just from being able to access great talent in the area, but also through acquisitions. There's something interesting about trust and locality and face-to-face interaction that really matters when you're seeking to acquire but yeah, it was important to be local because I think that helped us helped us build trust and helped us be open and honest with each other about what what we all wanted, what mattered in terms of you know for our people uh, on both sides. Because you know acquisitions are fundamentally about groups of people coming together rapidly, and I think I think that's a really important thing about the innovation district is that it gives. It gives a sense of community that I think is palpable when you're in the area. As Neil suggests, the combination of space and people are key when it comes to progress. And according to Gillian, these key features are not only something that Glasgow City Innovation District does very well, it's also a cornerstone of its philosophy. Glasgow's slogan is people make Glasgow, so it's how we do things as much as what we do. There really is some world-leading, first-rate research going on within the Glasgow City Innovation District that is solving some of those you know, problems, whether it's in medicine manufacturing, whether it's in quantum or photonics, um, whether it's in future cities. By coalescing in that way around the innovation districts, it allows us to have lots of different experiences, technology, um, people to come together to try and address those. And I think that's why people want to be part of it. Of course, the benefits don't just stop there. People in place seem to be the foundation of the district, but expertise is another key ingredient. One that's especially transformative for startups and small firms. 
While the district continues to benefit the many international organisations who are on site, for founders of small companies in particular, Greg Clark feels it's a place that can offer a distinct business advantage. What being in an innovation district gives you is, is access to three things that you can't easily get if you're not in a district. Firstly, it gives you access to collaboration. It gives you other firms that are like-minded, that are fast-growing and have the kind of dynamic business model that you have. And it provides you with opportunities to team up. And that teaming up might be to share technology. It might be to bid to do work for larger clients than you could do on your own. It might be to share some other kind of resources, to share an office, share a building. Or it might simply be that you're teaming up to discuss, you know, how your firms are growing and uh, what lessons can you learn from each other. So there's something about the open collaboration that the proximity encourages that means that you're no longer on your own trying to run this fast-growing smaller business. You're surrounded by other founders. The second thing is, is it, it means that talent will come and find you because the more you're part of a district like this, the more visible it is that there are a wide range of innovative, fast-growing companies co-located in the district. That means that the young, talented people and the old, talented people are going to come to that district looking for work. So it will help you to solve uh, your talent requirement challenges, which, as you know, can be very acute when you have a very fast-growing business of this kind. And then the third thing, of course, is that it's going to put you in the public eye. Suddenly you're going to be on the map. Because you're in a district like this, you're going to be visible from outer space. You're going to be visible from Asia, visible from the Americas. You're going to be visible to the venture capitalists. You're going to be visible to the global media. You're much more likely to attract the kind of attention you want to attract if you're in a district that's helping that attention to be attracted by running a program of promotion, uh, of branding, and of course exposing what's happening in the district to the glare of the world. So I think that's why, if you're the founder of a fast-growing, small or medium-sized company, uh, you would be benefiting from being able to be within the district and to enjoy, as it were, that magnification that it provides for you. Spending time in the Technology and Innovation Centre, you do get the feeling that it's a place on the map, as Greg suggests. In fact, that global visibility was brought into clear focus just recently, when Neil's organisation was acquired by telecoms giant Telefonica Tech, an investment that will boost Incremental's growth even more in the coming years. And we don't need to invest too much time to find other examples of incredible work behind the diverse doors of the many organisations here in the district. From the digital cutting-edge services like those offered by Incremental, to the endeavours of Gillian's former organisation, the Data Lab. From the work in the space, financial and health sectors, the list's incredibly diverse and still growing, and with notable and praiseworthy progress. So the fantastic news is that we've got great case studies range from the anchoring of, of institutions such as the Fraunhofer. It's the only Fraunhofer um, facility in the UK. And really it's bringing together real challenges in, in the area around photonics. Um, so in our photonics uh, teams, 
in, in engineering together to tackle some challenges around things like nuclear decommissioning and, and sensing technologies. And so that's just kind of one example. The other is, you know, the within this innovation district, we also have a number of innovation centres that are focused on key challenges. And indeed, um, one close to my heart was the Data Lab, so the Innovation Centre for Data Science and AI. And they're, they've got facilities and capability here in the innovation district. And they're tackling problems with data science and AI, building sensor technology to analyse data from buildings to make them more efficient or working with uh, organisations looking to optimise wind turbine maintenance, so using predictive maintenance modelling. So the great news is is, is that it's cross-sectoral. There's lots of those collaborations and examples going on. Throughout this podcast series, we'll dive into some of that collaborative cross-sector work. Partnerships that have delivered exciting, world-leading research and exceptional progress. And by being part of the Glasgow City Innovation District, organisations, both large and small, have the ingredients they need to go from concept to market. One of the the things that comes from an innovation district is is that almost from the start of a, a an idea or a challenge area, the research that's involved around solving that, and then the work through to bringing that to life. So, to be honest, research absolutely wonderful. The application of that research uh, and making it real for people to change lives or to change organisational trajectories or to change what we even can do is really that that A to Z, the, the start to impact. And that's, I think, what makes partnerships really important. Um, so particularly for the university, you know, we will work with organisations and help them take it forward. They then take that to market take it out globally. Sometimes those organisations are spin-outs from the university. Sometimes actually they're spin-ins. So they come and collaborate and we invest in them uh, and they locate themselves in the innovation district. Uh, And those are exciting partnerships type opportunities that actually allow us to to then solve, solve those problems that matter. The opportunities within the district have certainly fostered some solid prospects for the future. And with more plans for expansion and sites earmarked for regeneration, the city's heritage and the district's leadership have created a foundation for success on the world stage. Glasgow is, to my mind, one of the most proactive and one of the most successful cities, not just in the UK, but actually in the world, in terms of a kind of post-industrial economic recovery and revival. Um, What Glasgow has done over the last 20 years is to really diversify its economy in terms of sectors, but it's also diversified it in terms of the size and the number of firms, the range of jobs. And in particular, it's diversified its economy in terms of the places within the city that are able to host new kinds of advanced industries. So Glasgow is a kind of world champion in creating special places within the city where new kinds of industries can grow, can develop and succeed. So over the last decade, as Glasgow has been once again coming to the fore as a city of technology, a city of engineering and a city of discovery, it's been very important for Glasgow to make the right places in which these kinds of industries can cluster together 
can grow, can provide each other with mutual support and can, of course, attract attention from outside, from from talent, from capital, from media and from others. That attention, as we've heard, is well-deserved. Place, people, expertise and, of course, hard work, as our guest Neil well knows, can lead to some pretty exceptional outcomes. If you look right across the world, it's not luck that you see loads of businesses in Silicon Valley, you know, it's not luck, it's because there's a community and that means there's a community of knowledge, which means there's idea sharing and and, and all of those things. And I think that's important when you're thinking about creating offices, especially today, because coming into the office, you know, it needs to be something that adds to everybody that works in your organisation's day. You know, it needs to be a place where I can go and I can do my very best work. It needs to be a place that I want to be. And I don't mean, you know, football tables and beanbags, right? Oh, there's a place for that. But I mean, actually a place that I go, right, I can do good work here. I can do great work here. And the innovation district is filled with places like that. We're in Garment Factory. Beautiful buildings, brilliantly located. Comms links are good. The transport links are fantastic. It really works in terms of where it is, what it can offer physically, but it also works what it can do in terms of those business connections as well. Visiting the district has been a real eye-opener. Speaking with our guests and learning about the district has been a welcomed invitation. And if you're listening and wondering if you would like to visit, well, I'll leave it to Gillian to make it formal. Come and have a look. Um, look up the case studies. They're, they are out there. They're available to come and learn about and, and to ask questions and get more involved. Next time on Door to the District, we take a peek behind the doors of leaders and thinkers in the cutting-edge domain of financial technology. We have a very innovative community of small, medium-sized enterprises who are using new technologies to reinvent every aspect of the financial world. You know, we have ambitions to be a, you know, a world-leading digital economy. Fintech certainly has its role to play in that by creating new jobs, by creating wealth and by contributing to the economy. We are awash with wonderful technical experts, thinkers coming out of our our universities on how you connect technology into society. We have a huge, long, deep heritage in financial services. There isn't much Scotland doesn't know about financial services. That's it for this episode. Thank you to our guests, Gillian Doherty, Neil Logan and Professor Greg Clark. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe if you want to know more and head to glasgowcityinnovationdistrict.com if you'd like to discover your door to the district. We'll see you next time.